What is up, party people? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Toasted Bakery in Delhi, Coral Gables location, located at 3693 Southwest 22nd Terrace, Miami, Florida, 33145. Um, they got good things going on right now. They are open seven days a week, uh, 7 through 4 p.m., and Wednesdays through Saturday, they are open um, 7 to 4 and also from 5 to 11, Wednesday and Thursday, and 5 to 12 on Friday and Saturday. They have a fun new, uh, uh, pretty damn tasty, if I do say so myself, menu um, at nighttime. That they're, they, it's, it's ever-changing, put it that way. They're still trying to figure it out, still trying to get what um, suggestions, what people like. They're really... At least they're really in tune with what their customer base is letting them know. So um, they're changing things up, trying to feel it out. But it's it's uh, good things. You guys should definitely check it out. Um, they It's happy hour uh, every night that they're open and when they're open at night. $4 bottlenecks, um, $5 craft beer, and $5 glasses of wine all night till close. So you can enjoy that. Uh, I think Thursdays is ladies' night every friday whenever they can they try to have uh live music saturdays is uh just saturdays so it's just special to come over there <laughs> and uh enjoy it so please check them out they are uh, once again uh 3693 southwest 22nd terrace miami florida 3145 and uh, they're also available on uber eats so if you just search up toasted bakery in delhi and uh coral gables will search uh they'll pop up and uh you can check them out through there too. So, alrighty. What is up, party people? And welcome to another episode of the Runner Under the Influence podcast. Once again, I am your host, Frank the Running Tank, aka Franklin Presbot. And here we are. Another week, more miles in the bank, and more shit to talk about. Um, this week is actually something good. Like it's a, you know, I got a lot to talk about, so it should be a very nice episode. Um, first thing right off the bat, let's just get to it. I want to touch on the Hoka's, Hoka Oneone's, uh, Nepalis that I got the pair. They are fantastic. Let me tell you, I have, uh, maybe 20 miles in them. I did two runs, um, 20 miles in between those two runs and I love them from the moment. Maybe it's all the hype, <laughs> honestly. Maybe it's like a, a placebo effect going on in my shoes, but I, I have no complaints thus far. It's only 20 miles in, um, but they feel fantastic on my feet. From the moment I put them on, there was nothing I could find to complain about. Um, I even like how they look, basically. You know, they, they, they look fantastic, to be honest with you. But um, once again, maybe it's all the hype <laughs> before I ordered my first pair of Hoka's. Um, in watching and in getting into like trail running and ultra marathons and um, <clears throat> just seeing what hopefully I'll be doing someday. Um, a lot of runners that I've noticed and elite runners and athletes and of course Hoka is a big trail running um, shoe. Um, maybe I'm just um, following the hype and I love the shoes so much just because it is a Hoka but uh, they're pretty good shoes man and they feel great. And uh, my feet love them, my knees love them, my ankles love them, everything about them. And they feel good. I feel like they're very responsive. I'm getting a lot of uh, um, like push and kickback from my shoes. So um, all thumbs up thus far. And 
yeah, so I'm very excited. Uh, I actually ordered myself a second pair, <clears throat> just in case, just so I can have, because they're such they're at such a good price point right now. If you have the opportunity to check them out uh, on the Hoka site or on uh, RunningWarehouse.com, they all have them there. Um, 77 78 odd dollars and it's a must buy you have to try them out <clears throat> and even if it's your first introduction like for mine it's my first introduction into hoka so it as an introduction shoe it'll do wonders you know and you just want to explore the brand a little more and since we're on the topic of shoes i also purchased um a, a salconi salconi i don't even know if i'm saying that right i'm sorry if i'm butchering the name but it's Salconi KOA um, TR. It's a uh, all-terrain kind of like trail running shoe. Um, pretty good price point, honestly. I got it for around like sixty some odd dollars, so it's not too bad. And uh, I'm excited to try it out on the trails, honestly. Um, it's for like low, medium. Some of the reviews say it's for all terrain, no matter where you take it. It's a pretty good shoe, and some of them are. I think the more realistic reviews honestly tell you where the um the pros and cons are to the shoes. But I am definitely looking forward to giving them a try and testing them out. Um, maybe Saturday on the trails. They should be here uh, Wednesday. So maybe Saturday morning, I'll be able to take them out to uh, one of the state parks here and uh, try them out on some light trails, maybe some rocky trails, see how they feel. Um, and yeah, I'll make sure to touch on that next week and I'll let you know as they go. I'll also be updating you on the Hoka's as well as I continue to add more mileage, see where they wear, see around what milos, because that is, when you do your research on some of the shoes, that is where most of the negative reviews come on the uh, upper, like the mesh, that it does tear, and it, you do find holes in it sometimes, and it's uh, like stability in how it holds your foot is not good, or that it, it, it loosens over the, uh, as you add volume to the shoes, and miles onto the shoes, so, but we'll see. All good things so far, so we'll see. So uh, let's get away from the topic of shoes and talk about training. Um, at least my training so far has been going very well. I've been very busy lately, but I've been uh, I've been very surprised at myself of how I'm juggling it all together, and then I'm, I'm finding myself very calm in fitting in what I can, where I can, or any available space. And if things, um, like if I have to cut a workout, a cycle short and make it up afterwards, I'm, I'm finding no issue at all in doing that. Um, before I would be, I don't know, I just, sometimes I get into my head that maybe, oh, I need to do this exactly how it is by the book. But what I preach is um, adaptability, and you have to be okay with that. So um, I am human, you know, and sometimes I do get into my head, but I remember these things every now and then and uh, find myself fitting in things. And and, and, and being able, like, uh, noticing that I can actually get in a full workout, like exactly what my workout calls for, and it's just me freaking out, thinking I don't have the time or I it's not enough time to get it done when in all honesty, most of the time it is. And I just freak out with it in my head sometimes. <laughs> I just get in there. And uh, 
I don't know, swim around with some thoughts that make you a little crazy sometimes. I think we all do. But um, training is going very well. Uh, I just did some uh, VO2 max repeats that went very well, man. Um, I'm hitting like sub six. Uh, I did five minutes this week. So five minute, five, uh, five minute VO2 max repeats with five minutes rest for five cycles. And uh, yeah, I'm averaging like 550, uh, 555, more or less around there. Uh, on these five minute splits, which is pretty impressive for myself to be able to keep that up. And uh, I have I, I find myself staying relaxed and hitting these paces and that's where I surprise myself. They're tough, don't get me wrong. It's not something that's easy and I find myself breathing very heavy towards the end. but um, I can do them and I know I can. And uh, if I stay relaxed, that speed just comes to me without me forcing myself or or um, like, you know, provoking an injury or getting an overuse injury. And uh, I try to maintain as best form as I can. Cause sometimes towards the end of these runs, it's not always my day and it's not always a good day. And sometimes your form will diminish in you trying and you overexert yourself in trying to run as fast as you can. And that's when injuries happen. So what I try to do is in moments like that, I just try to stay relaxed and focus on form. And if the speed isn't there, it isn't there for that um, cycle. You know, I'll recover and try to go again properly and approach it a little differently, hopefully a little better the next cycle in. And that's how you, uh, that's how I adapt and I go and I, I, uh, I learn to just be okay with that. And I'm getting a lot better and learning to be okay with that now, you know, not beating myself up if a workout doesn't go well. So good things. It's good things for me. It's a little insights into my head. <laughs> These are the battles that I go through sometimes. Um, but uh, they're good ones, man. This is how you learn. It's how you learn about yourself, how you can handle stuff, how you're capable of handling so much more. But um, So, yeah, training is going well. Um, looking forward to this week's long run on Sunday. It should be uh, maybe an hour, 45 minutes. So really looking forward to that. Uh, Saturday, the trails, trying out the shoes. So I'll probably do an hour on those trails, keep it nice and short and uh, nice and easy, short and easy. That's the key on Saturday and then Sunday. Uh, on the road, I'm going to put the hokas on the feet again and maybe get in a good, uh, I don't know, let's say 15, 16, let's say six, 15 miles. Let's be conservative. 15 miles and just... Uh, Actually, you know what? Let's say 14 miles. Yeah, let's be even more conservative. 14 miles on Sunday. Nice and easy. And should make for a good time. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I think we're only six weeks away for the Miami Half Marathon. And I'm excited. I'm pumped. I am super pumped. I'm actually thinking about uh, maybe opting for the VIP program. And I shouldn't. I really should not. But they have offer some really good perks, you know, massages, and you get to go to a nice little dinner beforehand, um, like the day before, a little pasta dinner where you get to carb up with the, some of the other VIPs there, and then you get massages and and uh, private bathrooms the day before. So any of those, you know, you know the lines for the porta potties. You know how they get. If you've been to a race before. And right before a race, you know how those lines go. And that's when you have to go the most. 
right before the gun goes off. <laughs> and those porta potties can get hectic. But um, they do have a little VIP thing going on. But I'm debating it. It's 150 bucks. It's a little steep. But um, maybe it's not steep. Maybe in other races it's much more expensive. But I wouldn't know. So I'm debating it. I probably won't get it. But who knows? Christmas is coming. I might. I might treat myself. You know. <laughs> and I'd also like to remind my listeners that this Miami half marathon. I. I am not going for that sub 130. I am not. Um, I'm. I, I'm going to try to improve on my PR, on my personal best at a half marathon, which is 138 right now. I'm going to try to improve on that, but I am not trying to go. I am training. I am training for a sub 130 but i am not trying to get it i'm going to enjoy this race i'm going to push a little harder than i did in my last half marathon i'm gonna try and um once again get a pr but i am not training this is not the this is not the race that i'm saving that sub 134 that is the kivas gain half marathon in april that is what or march i think it's the end of march that is what i'm saving for so staying tuned on that one um yeah i just felt like i should throw that in there because i know um if you're following me on instagram i am training my paces and everything you're seeing is for a sub 130 but um, i'm saving my legs a little bit just a little tad bit for some for my plans for 2019 which i will get into in a little bit or maybe next maybe that's the next thing we'll talk about Okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about my plans for 2019. So, so far, my race schedule's looking like uh, the Miami half on the 27th of January. Then uh, I think the 305 5K on uh, March 3rd. And then in, uh, I think, March 31st, I think that's what it is. I don't know, maybe or one of the or the first in the first week of April, March thirty first. I'm not sure yet. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be more specific. Okay, yes, I just looked it up. It is um, March thirty first, and then the Kivas Gain Half Marathon is what I have uh, planned for that. That is that once again my sub one thirty attempt on that race, and then I basically the only thing I have planned next is the uh, Southern Most Marathon in um october early october yes i think october 11th this year on 2019 i think that's when it is the full marathon since i am um looking forward to making that uh jump to the marathon or maybe not maybe it won't be a full marathon maybe it'll be because i okay honestly i'm debating i'm debating on whether to save my first marathon go for the Miami Marathon come 2020. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and use the southernmost half marathon as a uh, buffer race in October to see where I am. Like at the half marathon, see if I come in, see if I can win it, basically. That'll be nice, too come in uh i've never had that feeling that'll be a good feeling i see it all the time like in videos to come in with that uh that, that just that uh crossing that finish line with that banner there you know being the first person to cross that in the half marathon that'd be nice but maybe do that race in october and then just um take two weeks off and then just start a hard push to get that uh to go for that marathon that full race, I think that's that sounds more like what I want to do, honestly. 
but I don't know. So, okay, so here's, here's what I want to get to. I don't know what I have planned after the um, Key Biscayne Half Marathon at the end of March. April's free, um, May, June, July, August, September, and then October is the southernmost half marathon since I guess I decided I'm doing that one as a as a kicker race. Um, so I'm thinking of maybe doing a couple of trail races out of here or maybe, um, I, I have no idea. I'm just contemplating on what to do in between then. That's a long time to spend. I know I'm going to spend it running, but maybe I would, I'd like to like throw in some training blocks in there, training for little kicker races or trail races, or maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a fun, easy, uh, ultra like a 50k or something, you know, that I can walk or pace at or like take it nice and easy. But who knows? Who knows? I have no idea. I'm still planning it out and trying to see what I'm going to do. But um, I am definitely uh, going to make the jump to the marathon. Um, yeah, I just, I, I want more running. I want more miles. Um, I'm trying to do it smart. I'm trying to pace myself. That's why I've been running half marathons now. And uh but I, I just want to do it smart and uh, I want to be, I'm competitive. You know, I think I'm just competitive by nature and I like to be uh, pretty fast out there. <laughs> uh, and in doing so, I, I just think I have to do it smart, you know, because I would hate for an injury or something like that to happen. And uh, being that I don't have a coach or I don't have anything like that, I build most of my training programs based off of the research I find online and everything else. Um, I think, uh, I just have to be my own, uh, I have to be my own conscious right now, conscience right now, and a good one at that, you know, so I have to, I have to weigh all the options and see where I can improve and cannot improve and when I need to take a day off and when I can't, so, uh, but I'm definitely, definitely, once again, looking forward to that jump, that 26.2, that big 26.2, baby, um, but yeah, anyways, um, so we talked about 2019, uh, my marathon jump. Um, yeah, so I'm going to fit in those races and I'll let you guys know between that time, between April and, uh, September to see what I'm going to throw in there. If I throw in some uh, training blocks and throw in some races, just a couple more trophies, a couple more t-shirts, um, and just some fun, man. I just like having those fun, that race environment with other runners and being in that, that whole vibe is, uh, it's fun for me. I like it. I like immersing myself in, within that community. It's a great fucking community to be a part of. Alrighty. So, um, I, I want to talk a little bit about Toasted, man. Toasted is, uh, we're figuring things out right now. Uh, menu is going to change up a little bit, but, um, it's still going to be as tasty as ever. Keeping some options on there, the more popular ones, we're going to change it up a little bit just from suggestions that we've been hearing and uh, from some of our customers and things that people have been letting us know and reviews on Uber Eats and so on and so forth. Um, but um, we, j I would just like to say thank you guys for coming out and showing your support. Uh, thus far, we've been open uh, eight days total now, and uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy what you can accomplish when you put a little effort into it, you know? And uh, for you guys showing up and, and showing your support, I uh, we are forever, they are forever, Toasted Bakery in Delhi is forever um, 
grateful for you guys. And you guys are the shit. But uh, yeah, so uh, once again, we talked about those menu changes. It's happy hour. Um, every night they're open. Wednesday, I mean, from Wednesday through Saturday when they're open at night till close. Um, <clears throat> come by, enjoy it, um, and try out the new menu. We got some new options on there. So, um, on more options, we are expanding the menu as well. Um, they're available on Uber Eats. Make sure you check them out and let them know I sent you. I will forever uh, be grateful and uh, I will owe you guys a hug and a high five. And like I did last week, um, I guess I'll leave you guys with a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a tidbits of wisdom, you know, that come from my own personal uh, development and life. Things I live by, things I fucking stand by and look at myself like we said before, you gotta look yourself in the mirror. Talk to that motherfucker every morning and get that shit started right. Right. So, um, yeah. This one, this I, I guess what I want to talk about this one is just uh, just blocking out that negativity, you know? Negativity you might face on an everyday basis. From any co-workers or the guy at the gas station or the guy that cut you off or... or uh, the one that doesn't stop beeping behind you because instead of taking the yellow or taking the red, you chose to stay in the lane or whatever it may be for whatever reason. You know the reason. You can relate. This is a relatable situation. So you relate, you put, you plug in the blanks and you you, you fit it where it needs to fit in and, and just take this advice um, and apply it if you want to. And if you don't, don't. You know, it's not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> But, um, yeah, when it comes to blogging out that negativity, man, it's honestly like what you have to remember is that you can feel it. We are all humans. It's okay to feel it and be bothered by it and let it let it let let like you can. It's okay to embrace the feeling of being um, frustrated or angry or, or, or scared or whatever it may be. But do not let it affect the rest of your mood for the rest of the day. That is when it takes over you, and that is when that negativity in itself like becomes a part of your being. And that is what you cannot do and you cannot allow. That negativity is just there. You can feel the negativity. You can acknowledge negativity, but do not let it stay around and tag along because that will affect you and those around you. Just brush it off. It's okay. You'll live. You'll have more time. It's okay if you're late. And you know what? If you're late, leave earlier. Be better prepared. It is on you. If you take that approach like I do, it's what I do personally. I just, I figure that I I am in control of everything I can be control of. And for me to be on time on work, for me to get to work on time every morning, I know that I have to wake up and at this time and I uh, maybe I shouldn't have. And if I'm late, then it's on me. Because I overslept or I didn't wake up or or I should have left earlier. And I, I, I know, I know. I never put it on the... I, the point I'm trying to make, okay? The point I'm trying to make, people, <laughs> before I go off on a rift here. I just don't stop talking sometimes. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, that negativity, just block it out. Feel it, embrace it, and then let it go. It is that simple. Do not let it drag on. Do not let it attach to you. Do not let it tag along for the rest of the day. Do not let it feed on you and then spread like a fucking flu or cold or 
some kind of crazy mood-altering virus. Don't do that. Be stronger and, and just chill. Relax, man. Have a good day. Enjoy good vibes. Smile more. Be happy. Stress less. Eat better. Um, yeah, just, just do you. Do you, boo-boo. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. And with that, I'll end it. I'll end it with that. I'll end it with that. Thank you guys for listening once again. You guys are the reason I keep doing this. I think this is episode 26. I think. But um, if it's not, then it's the one after that. <laughs> but yeah, episode 26. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are the shit. Um, social media handles coming now. Follow me on Instagram. It is at Frank the Running Tank. Follow the podcast um, at Runner Under the Influence Podcast. Um, Tulsa Coral Gables at Tulsa Coral Gables. Make sure you follow them um, on Twitter. I am F the Running Tank. Uh, Facebook is Franklin Presbot. And uh, yeah. Oh, and on Strava. On Strava, follow me on Strava. Hit search up Franklin Presbot. I should pop up right on Strava. So peace, people. Peace.